This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. I always love the opening. Michael Geronimo Arpaio, our producer here at KNUS, the Salem station in Denver, Colorado. We are broadcasting all over the state, down into our friends in Colorado Springs as well. Just the feeling of the West, that music. There's some good rodeos coming up. We always try to get to the rodeo and steamboat at one point. You have the Elizabeth Stampede coming up. Now, Colorado is a good Western state, but there's, you know, the Cowboys. I think the Wyoming folks would say that the Cowboys are up in Wyoming. I don't know. Maybe we'll have a little debate over that. It's kind of like the Hatch Green Chili debate. Who makes it better? Colorado or New Mexico. But, uh, you know, one of the things I love about the Western Conservative Summit, coming up in about two weeks, it is that close, two weeks away. Western Conservative Summit, one of the largest gatherings of conservatives in the Western United States, here in Denver, Colorado, June 9th and 10th at the Colorado Convention Center. Tickets are on sale at westernconservativesummit.com. But there's something new, totally new. We've always been kind of a regional conference, primarily Colorado attendees, but we've had folks from 40 states attend the summit in the past. But I've said this year, we need to start really building delegations. We need to make this a very seriously regional conference that the presidential candidates go, I got to go to the Western Conservative Summit because not only am I going to talk to conservative leaders from Colorado, but from Montana, uh, Arizona, Wyoming, California, and start to try to save the West. As I mentioned in a previous segment, we're not in the business of winning elections, but elections are indicative of how values are changing. Donald Trump only winning five of 13 Western states in 2020. And I think if you talk to most people on the West, on the East Coast, they'll say about the West that, oh yeah, it's got to be conservative, but they're kind of stuck in these like 1990s thinking. And so the blue blob is on the march from California, Oregon, Washington, all the way into you know Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado. And any state that thinks it's just rock-solid conservative now is, is starting to be isolated and surrounded. And so we said, we've got to find some great leaders out of Wyoming. Help us, help us bring and import some conservative values back into Colorado. But then also, let's make sure we're hearing about the issues that are happening up in Wyoming. You know, what, what are they dealing with that I don't hear about down here in Colorado? Can we learn from that? And can we work together? Most importantly, can we work together to advance our common values of faith, family, and freedom? Nathan Winters is the president of the Wyoming Family Alliance and the Wyoming Family Foundation. He was a previously elected official, House District 28 of the State House of Representatives in Wyoming, included Bighorn, Hot Springs, Fremont, Park Counties. So... Mr. Winters, we're so grateful to have you come to the Western Conservative Summit. Tell us a little bit about Wyoming Family Alliance and the work you're doing up there in Wyoming. Well, Jeff, I just have to say that the statement you just made, that entire introduction has had, has me so fired up, and I'm excited to talk to you uh, and uh, very encouraged about the Western Conservative Summit as well. Um, I had the privilege when I was in the legislature of of standing for life, religious freedom, First Amendment issues, freedom of the mind, uh, and and for families. So one of the things that became very noticeable while I was in the legislature 
was just how strong some of the ideas that were first developing out in Colorado were beginning to infiltrate the state of Wyoming. You have to remember, our capital city is just 13 miles over the border mm. from, from northern Colorado. Build and, a wall. Uh, was... Build a wall. <laughs> Keep <laughs> us out. Well, I tell you what, what we want to do is build strong conservative minds up here and, right. and do that in a way where we can reach back down to there. Of course, there's so much affection in Wyoming for Colorado and the Front Range. There's a lot of relationship, of course. And so there's a deep desire to uh, to just partner uh, again back with Colorado and try to return her to the, the strong conservative value she once stood for. Uh, and that's been evident. We, we've we noticed in, in Wyoming that uh, there have been, what, I think two referendums where northern counties have asked if they could join us. Yes, and, that's and, right. And we, we love it. We would, you know, it's one of those where I know it can happen, but at the same time, what we want to do is provide a beacon of hope for folks in Colorado. And uh, Wyoming Family Alliance has been on the forefront of that. So uh, help us understand where Wyoming is on abortion. So Colorado is like uh, this island of horrible baby killing that takes place. And they, you know, people from Texas and all the, you know, all the surrounding states are flying into Colorado. And it's just, it's just horrible. It's what is happening to Colorado will historically be regretted. Absolutely. Future generations will. What is it in Wyoming? Do you all, all allow abortion up there? So one of the things, the last two years, we have passed very strong bills to protect babies in the womb. Uh, the first one was actually a trigger law. That passed uh, um, two sessions ago, so it's in, in January, uh, February of 2022. And what that did is it anticipated the overturning of Roe versus Wade. And when that happened, what it did is turned Wyoming back to the pre-1973 laws, and uh, it would have almost universally protected babies in the womb. Sadly, it was enjoined in a court up mm. in Jackson, Wyoming. And so that actually is was working through the process. This year, what we did is we we could see that that was going to happen. But we went back and passed laws that basically overturns any opportunity for abortion, except for in cases of rape and incest mm. in the entire state of Wyoming, knowing that it will be enjoined again by the same left-leaning judge up in the in, in uh, Jackson Hole. But that will eventually make its way to the Wyoming Supreme Court. And um, we believe that we have very strong footing to be able to stand up for babies in the womb. And so uh, Wyoming is very conservative, very protective of life in the womb and out. Um, and so we are quite different than our southern neighbor there. And we hope to be a beacon of hope for folks in Colorado in that in that way have you have you noticed has there been news stories at all about people traveling now out of wyoming to colorado i imagine that's the closest state where they can get an abortion uh they can't go to utah um so are they are they heading are you, are you seeing any news of people heading down this way for that you know it hasn't been very strong um you know news stories normally when we read news stories you see it between kansas and illinois or places like that. Uh, but you don't hear as much about that in the state of Wyoming, uh, uh, where people are traveling. I think the average Wyomingite is a person that believes strongly in life. Mm. And so 
those proclivities are, are not uh, there probably in the same way they, you would find in other jurisdictions. Interesting. Interesting. It is amazing. I mean, our states are right next to each other and absolutely different cultures. I mean, radically different values and cultures, and yet we're just, you know, just uh, uh, right across the border from each other. Uh, what is... Uh, what is the kind of big issues that you're planning to talk about on the stage of the summit that you're going to present on the national stage? And that's one of the reasons why we're bringing in all these kind of Western state delegations is because we want to elevate issues that uh, maybe the news media in D.C. is not paying attention to. So uh, you all will be on stage at this year's summit. What are some of the issues you're hoping to elevate this year? Well, one of the big challenges we have faced in the state of Wyoming as, as red a state as we are, there are big challenges that we face, um, and one of those is in education. Mm. Uh, when you look at the Parent Power Index, right now Wyoming is 47th in the nation really, as far as providing children opportunities to go to the school of their choice, providing families uh, with more than one option. We were 50th in the nation just three years ago, and we passed about three years ago a very, very uh, trimmed-down charter school bill huh. that did kind of open the opportunity. And yet at the same time, it has been a, a, an incredible struggle. Colorado actually is ahead of Wyoming yeah. when it comes to charter schools and providing opportunities for children to go to the school that best fits their needs. And so one of the big things that we want to bring up to the nation is just because the state votes uh, generally red, it doesn't mean, mean that people are thinking gen, gen, generally conservative. Hmm. And we need to help build out the intellectually muscular uh, conservatism that actually champions genuine freedom. And that's what Wyoming needs. Wow. That is, see, no idea. No, you would have absolutely assumed that you guys had vouchers and uh, all your kids are attending religious private schools up there. Um, <laughs> I mean, and, you know, Colorado has been pretty good on school choice for 25 years. At least we've had charter schools and, and has given us a leg up. My kids attend a charter school, a classical Hillsdale Associated charter school here yeah. in Colorado. And uh, that's amazing. And so Wyomings get to learn a little bit from some of the Coloradans. And of course, Coloradans get to learn from the Wyoming. Wyomingites. I didn't even know that's what you all called each other. There was always a debate as to whether or not we were Coloradoans or Coloradans. And there's no, uh, you get rid of the O on it. You just go Coloradans. But Wyomingites. Wyomingites. Well, you know, when you try Wyoming, <laughs> it doesn't work. But the only thing with Wyoming eyes is it sounds like a mineral. So <laughs> we've often <laughs> joked about that. <laughs> well, Fred, these are part of the uh, partnerships and friendships that get built. Now, you know, a lot of the news and media coverage that happens at the Western Conservative Summits is about candidates, elected officials, and that's always a lot of fun. But I'll t tell you the real value, the real value happens in these relationships that are built for two full days. All right, even in in the middle of Denver, Colorado, with all of its craziness, you get you get time together with fellow patriots. You're going to be inspired, activated, educated to go out there and make a difference. It is a conference like none you've ever seen before. Western Conservative Summit, June 9th and 10th at the Colorado Convention Center. Tickets at westernconservativesummit.com. We'll continue this conversation with Nathan Winters when we come back. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour.